that bitch. Hello and welcome back, bitches, to the real bitch of Bravo um, with yours truly, G. Hey, Wiley, you guys, I have this amazing guest, the comic of all comics. The first time I ever saw her perform live was in beautiful Hermosa Beach on the rooftop deck of Hennessy's. Um, and if you've never been to that comedy show, please join it because it's it's free, by the way, and it's epic. And you get to see all this showcase talent that people that have been on HBO Netflix specials and it's free and it's an amazing this is a free plug for Dano by the way yeah, yeah. he did not pay me for it <laughs> um, who organizes this event but it it was so incredible to watch you up there I thought you were fucking hilarious I could not stop laughing the one glass of wine I had did not help but like it added to it but it didn't take away from your performance you were incredible the beautiful, talented, comical stylings of Miss Renee Gautier, guys, who is now on The Real Bitch of Bravo. I'm so happy to have you here. This is a long time coming. Yes, yes, yes. Well, thank you for saying all those nice things. Um, you know, sometimes you just have a good night. You know what I mean? <laughs> if, you fo- if you follow, if you, and people follow you on Instagram, it's not just one good night. Well, you have a plethora of good nights. I'm not trying to play. Can you be my agent? <laughs> I mean, this is the nicest anyone's ever talked to me. Oh my gosh, you're you're insanely talented. I'm like, I was blown away. Grabbing some water, I was blown away at how funny you were because, like, yeah. there's some of them that like don't get South Bay humor, so you kind of have yeah. to adjust to that. Yeah. Um, and I think that because unfortunately, in Manhattan Beach, Hermosa, Redondo, we're kind of like foreign countries. You know, we're, we're not LA, we're not Orange County, we're not, like, we're in between and everything comes to us a little late. So, like, I think our sense of humor is definitely not the rest of the world's sense of humor. And so I think... Oh, that, I didn't know that. Oh, yeah, you you played it to a T. It was great. It was oh, wonderful. Great. So, I yeah. just feel like there are a lot of college students there. Oh, absolutely. Specifically Hermosa. That's uh, yeah. It's a very, very young town. Um, mm. So if you play a lot of college spots, then will fit right in and you did, yeah. you did a great job thank you, you yeah an amazing job so um with that being said talking about amazing jobs i mean bravo is the i always say this almost every episode bravo is the universe that keeps giving they give us fans like renee um i wanted to know specifically initially before we get into headlines how did you become a bravo fan or just was there one particular franchise that you were like i gotta watch this this is amazing this is my like you know, and I'll be all, I have to watch it. And a lot of comics watch Bravo. Yeah. yeah. But, um, I mean, I, I think it's, uh, sorry, say your, say the rest of that. I'm no, so no, 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 no. Um, so just what brought you to Bravo? What was your first franchise that you loved? Um, you know, just what brought you yeah. to, into the Bravo world? I cannot remember ever not loving Bravo. I mean, even before the franchises, they always had these ridiculous reality shows. Like, I think the show that actually got me watching generally was, um, do you remember the socialite teen show? I can't remember the name of it, but it was like New York socialite teenagers. Yes. I just remember the one quote of this girl and I say it all the time because it's so ridiculous. She's like, I love cupcakes. Like, I love cupcakes. And she's like, I don't like cake. I like cupcakes. And I'm like, that's the same thing. You fucking idiot. So I loved that. And then I never watched Orange County. When it came out, I was like, no thanks. I'm I'm good. But um, I think it was New York that got me. New York and Jersey. Well, I'm a Chicago Italian, so... I think the New Jersey Italianness really kind of was like, oh, I know all these people. 
yeah. you know, we just like different pizza. Um, <laughs> you know what I mean? But like yeah. that in New York, I loved Atlanta. I guess, I guess that, yeah, I just can't remember ever not watching Bravo. They used to also rerun rom-coms quite a bit. Yes. Way, way back in the day before all of the Bravo shit hit the fan and they just yeah. basically took over everything. Right. Um, yeah. do you, I forgot to ask you this pre pod, but do you watch, um, Vanderpump? Uh, yeah. Okay. Just, Hey, just checking. Some people, some people never watch it, but they watch like orange, all the housewives franchises. So I got to ask. What happens is, and I'm a little bit of a bitch about this. First, first and foremost, I was on a reality show when I first moved to California, I was on an NBC reality show of Victoria Beckham. I was her assistant oh and it was gosh. meant to be the comic relief. Okay. Right. So I never really was into the reality shows of it all because while it's not scripted and while it, it you know, it's pretty accurate, they do put you into positions and we all know that, but I just never, but like what I hate, and I just say that to say, like, I have a respect for reality TV. Um, and I, I, as soon as I saw New York, I want to say it was New York or it was Jersey or Atlanta, either of those three, because they feel like they came out all in the same sphere. Relatively similar uh, timelines. Yeah. yeah. New York, I think first and then Jersey after and then yeah. Atlanta, and then, but yeah. they're like maybe a year or two apart. They're not really far apart. So yeah, they're not far apart. And I just remember going, oh, this is worth watching. <laughs> I hate people who have never watched Vanderpump. And then the scandal happened and then they all went back to watch all of it. Like congrats to Bravo and Vanderpump rules. But like, right. I'm getting text messages like, Oh my God, can you believe scandal, scandal, scandal? And I'm just like, leave me alone. You didn't care before. Now all of a sudden you care. Like it's too much. Yeah. I think now that it's like gone past the point and they've, they've kind of moved on. Like yeah. we all need to move on. Oh yeah. Um, okay. But I mean, also you and I are day oneers. You know what yeah. I mean? Like it's, it's different when you're like, you watched it from day one, you watched it when yeah. like you knew that Sheena was a home wrecking whore, which well, I don't think they did the most beautiful hybrid from yeah. Beverly Hills Genius. and Vanderpump. I was even skeptical. I was like, I don't want to watch all these idiots. And then I was also a server at the time. So it was like, Oh, this actually is very accurate. And then, you know, of course the brandy thing really kind of pulls you in. They did yeah. a great job at launching that show i mean that's what they did with summer house they did vanderpump first and then they it went divulged into summer house and you're sitting there going like man whoever these creative people are at bravo that are producing this show they deserve way more money than oh yeah i mean i have a friend who works on vanderpump and i think she did beverly hills for a minute but she was like hey there's a job opening if you want to come and be a producer and i was like i am not that kind of television producer i'm right I can do comedic, I can do, you know, gentle game show variety, but like when it comes to like producing that kind of drama, I can't do, I'm not good. Well, I feel like also you're like, you watch the drama, but you're not, you are not the drama. Do you know what I mean? Like Correct. that that's kind of the person that you are, or at least that's the feeling I get from you know, yeah. talking to you Thank for you. the last like couple episodes I've ever done with you. But like, yeah. <laughs> you don't seem like, and that, that, and for me, like, cause I produce radio and I would never be able to do what these guys do. I'm like, dude, my produ producing is not your, I'm talking about sports. I'm yeah, not yeah. talking about like you go sleep with him or like you have to have a conversation and like keep the yeah. keep the flow going or whatever and it's like but these They're are masters yeah like, yeah like puppeteering so to speak right and like producing and, in that way 
Yeah. And I and I don't even think it's like a malicious puppeteering kind of thing. I think it's like being able to handle the situation and get as much as you can right. with with the, you know, full participation of the person on the show. Right. But like I would just be like, you're right. He's a piece of shit. You're right. Yeah. Talk to him. Actually, let's leave. Like yeah. I'm the Candy Burris uh, <laughs> producers. <laughs> Where I'm just like, well, the old Candy Burris. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I, but, I love um, that. You, yeah. You're more like a supportive girlfriend. You're like, I just, yeah, he's a he's I'm a Ariana Maddox, yeah. unless it happens to me. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? So, totally. God. By the way, can we speak frankly about that scandal really quick? Sure. Let's do it. Do, do you think the backlash that Tom and Raquel Rachel got what do you think of like what is your real take on the situation so here's my thing was with sandoval i think 100 percent he should have gotten all the smoke i'm fine with it guy's a piece of shit and he's been a piece of shit from day one i have friends that have worked with him for him um i have like outside whatever perspective i have my own perspective but overall he's a piece of shit he's very opportunistic he's been like this from day one we've seen him you know i mean dude Everybody needs, by the way, I've never hated Kristen Doty. I love her. And I think that that bitch deserves her flowers because she said it from jump. She's like, you guys are all going to notice that he's just, a, he's a scammer. He's this, he cheated on me. During, like, granted, she's not a saint. And she oh, said yeah. that. Yeah. But he cheated on her throughout their whole entire relationship. If you listen to her podcast, which was really interesting, which I rarely do. I like here and there nitpick at her podcast. But like yeah. on, her, on her podcast, she said, that back in the day, for, the, for those of them, we're all aging ourselves here, but back in the day, um, he used to have multiple emails so he could look at porn sites and he could um, have other girls emailing him and meet up and do like meetups or whatever so he can go fuck these chicks. And this is while they were together because they were together for over a decade. Yeah. So like he's a serial dater. We all know that. Oh, yeah. I mean, I've been one, but I've not been. No, dude, I am too. I've been with my boyfriend for like 11 years. So (laughs) I I get it. I get the comfort level and whatever. And he just, he's like, but it's a cop out, man. Like if you're going to cheat, like be single, go nuts, be single, like put your dick in whatever. Like, I don't care. But like, if you're committing to somebody, then commit to somebody. If you don't, if you thought that the relationship was over and you're just a brand together, then fucking dump her, man. She'll understand. She, right. it, she's, it'll hurt, but she'll understand and she'll get over it. It's better that than you cheating on her and having a seven month affair. Now, Rachel, right. on the other hand, I don't think she should have gotten as much of the smoke because I think she's extremely easy to manipulate. I do too. She's not I the brightest too. bulb in the bunch. So like, I, I think that, you know, you got to kind of cut her a little bit of the slack. She did not get as much of the smoke in my opinion, though, that Sandoval did. Well, that so, reunion was it. That reunion for me, when she was on, did not showcase anybody's good side. Mm. Like, I get that you're mad. I get that you're upset. But you're all barking that shit at her from your own hurt. Yeah. And she didn't even get a chance. Like, don't get me wrong. I'm not defending her because at right. the end of the day. She was it, in the wrong. She was in the wrong. But Absolutely. also, like, she wasn't over James. Yeah. She, she's not over James at that time. And she was being she was being groomed by tom and then what they're not even together (laughs) yeah yeah what a nightmare 
Anyway, I was just curious what you thought. No, 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 no. I so yeah, I think that Rachel shouldn't have gotten as much of the smoke or if really I she should have gotten what she got, but they took it to a different level with her. It was uncomfortable. Yeah. But for him, he's a grown ass man. He's like he's forty. Like, yes, give him all the smoke. That's fine. Like he he knew what he was doing. He's not an idiot. Like he's he's narcissist at its core. Like he's been this person since we've known him since he was like 20 something years old or yeah, whatever. I used to like him. Oh, I've never liked him. I've always thought he was coming. Like always. And it's so funny because so many of the other cast have admitted to being like, I thought that he was this generous person. He would go to my gigs. He would support all the things that I do. And da, da, da. But I'm like, at the end of the day, if you look back at last season, he tried to make a lot of shit about himself. Yeah. Like well, a yeah, lot of it. And I'm like, that. damn, like you don't like he does it in a very subtle way, though. He doesn't do it like, look at yeah. me. Like he did it very subtly by like being like, hey, like, let's celebrate you. But I'm the one that put all this together. Like yeah. with James and Raquel or Rachel's. Um, yeah, that was weird. Yeah. Their engagement. He's the one that paid for such and such, whatever. They basically split it down the middle, according to James, like the finances. Right. But yeah, like, but- yeah, he was like. Like, I'm the one that did all of this. I'm just like, wow, you really are trying to make it about you. And like, that's just sad that you even need that. Um, I want to move on to the only headline that we're going to cover, which um, this episode comes out on Wednesday, but we we are recording this guys on a Monday. And this just came out a couple hours ago. Shannon Bedore, Shannon Storms Bedore just got a DUI. Do you think this is karma at its finest? Do you think that what what do you think about what's going on right now with Shannon other than she needs to put the bottle away? Um look. Shannon is no it's no secret that Shannon copes with liquor. That's how she copes. Um and she's clearly went out like in her head she didn't do anything wrong. I'm sure she's going to say she wasn't even drunk. I'm sure there's going to be like, cause she never can take ownership for any of it. It's always like outrage. Yeah. You know what I mean? And she's like, I would never, like, <laughs> I would never do that. And you're just like, Shannon, honey, we're all watching you do it. Yeah. Um, I think what it is, is a, is hopefully a wake up call for her and maybe the people that are okay with her drinking, you know, yeah. like I, I think it's very, she's old enough to not drink and drive, but if she cannot control you know, addicts, which I know them well, if, I, if they're, they're, she's a, she's a, what am I trying to say? She's like a functioning addict, Alcoholic. right? Uh-huh. In her, in her mind, she probably thought she was okay to drive because she wasn't as drunk as she probably normally is. Right. So, right? She, yeah. So she, unfortunately, and thank God everybody's okay. Um, so right. she clicked for those that didn't read the headline or the article or whatever. Um, I didn't read the whole entire thing, but from what i um, read um, she clips the house in Newport like she clipped it with her car <laughs> yeah. and then her dog Archie was in the car with her Oh, I know but both are okay thank god so she clips the house and she got uh, after she like got away from the house and like she parked in the middle of the street or something this is when you know she's drunk so I'm like yeah. if, you were, if you weren't wasted you'd like go off to the side somewhere and park in an appropriate area yeah. Uh, whatever. But anyways, she didn't. She parked in the, apparently, allegedly, she parked in the middle of the street, and then she um, walked out with Archie, her dog, and pretended like they were going for a walk. How did she get caught up then? How did the police get involved? The, well, the police were called. 
because you 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 just defaced a, a, somebody's property. So obviously the police. Oh, were it, it wasn't her property. It was someone else's. It was so somebody else's. I home. didn't read it. I'm so sorry. I no, 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 no. I mean, dude, this literally just yeah. came out. It yeah, yeah, yeah. just came out. So um, yeah, somebody actually had to text this to me. My girlfriend Kim texted this to me and was like, "Did you see this?" I'm like. No. And then I read on Instagram and it's like 17 minutes ago. I'm like, this shit, shit just came out. Like, how are you sending me this right yeah, now? Are you like living on Instagram? Yeah. yeah. Well, she, she, um, she wakes up extremely early cause she's a professional uh, trainer. So yeah. like she's that 5am or person, which I am not. Um, yeah. I had to struggle just to get to do this at 10 in the morning. <laughs> um, you were probably hoping I said later. You're like, oh, oh I totally was. Yeah. 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 Well, told me. I was like, 2 p.m. Sounds great. <laughs> I wish. Um, yeah, no, I am not. I am still in the bar industry. So for me, I'm yeah. like, two in the morning. Yeah, I can totally do yeah. two in the morning. Oh, wait, you mean 2 p.m.? I'll struggle to get up. I'll do it. I'll um, do it. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, so um, I, I'm like you. I hope this is a wake up call. I also hope that she takes some self-reflection um, and takes a little bit of accountability. Um, yeah. I also, what do you think about Gina and what her reaction is going to be on this? Cause it's going to be steamy. I think she's going to be on watch what happens live sooner. Oh, is she? Cause Gina had the DUI. Mm-hmm. Um, and Shannon allegedly saved her from oh, yeah, being arrested. Yeah. <laughs> and having I, her kids yeah. get taken away. What time did this happen for Shannon? That's a good question. I didn't read the whole, like I said, I didn't read the entire headline. I didn't read the entire article, yeah. but I believe that this happened. It had to happen on a Saturday night. I know it was on a Saturday. Um, but I, I, I was just curious if it was daytime. It seems weird to have your dog in the car. In the car. Daytime. But also a lot of those people do like, like house parties. So maybe she was leaving somebody's home. And the hey. great thing about Bravo is that they like, if, for some franchises, because it's due to a different production company, it's due to liability. A lot of them say you cannot drive. If you're going to drink, get into an Uber. So, like, they're very good with that because also they don't want to get sued. So, right. they're really good with that by making them go into an Uber or get a black car or something like that. So, that way yeah. they can go back and forth to the so event. clearly they weren't filming. No. No. Um, they don't film, they, I don't think that they're going to start filming until next month i want to say like they start filming like during the winter time i believe okay. Orange County. yeah um i hope it's a wake-up call i think gina's just gonna be i think she'll be smug at first and then feel bad that i think the situations are probably very different dui wise i feel like a lot of people get duis and they're not major drinkers it's just like a bad right. it's like they happen to hit the limit you know what I mean? Like, I'm yeah. not saying they should be driving, but I'm just saying, like, some of it's, you know, not this serious, but she was probably very drunk. Yeah. So, unfortunately, I I guess fortunately and unfortunately, I did meet Shannon Bedore. It's my only Bravo celebrity sighting. Um, yeah. She was extremely pleasant. Like, she was really nice. So, I, I kind of feel bad, like, covering this. But at the same time, I'm like, you still got to be responsible. And now with Uber, you don't have an excuse. No excuse. Don't get in the car. I can't um, wait to go you Uber. You don't have a reason. Like you're low, like in comparison to the rest of the country, mm-hmm. you are very well off. Yeah. You can afford a $20 Uber back to your home. Yeah. Now some people can't. And I'm not saying right. that they all, you know, some people can barely do the cash app, let alone, you know, so, but you can obviously afford, you're on a reality show where the whole entire premise is that you're rich. So like, 
Right, right, right. Which is yeah. a lie, according to Bethany Frankel. <laughs> yeah. I Reaction to that really quick for you, and I have my own reaction with this, but like I was a Bethany fanatic and I still am. I still respect her. I still love her because as a business person, nothing, nobody can be topped. But as a person right now, it's like, I feel like she's going off the deep end and she's like just leaning into that skin and like, she just keeps going. She's doubling down. She's like putting all of her chips into one basket. I'm like, oh my gosh, just stop. Like get off of social media and enjoy your life for a hot minute. Well, first of all, this is because we didn't get to spend enough time with her at this capacity because this version of her, the rich, rich version of her, like, I don't know if you watched the show where she was like uh, mentoring and picking someone to run her company. I did not watch that show. I was going to. And then I was like, eh. I actually liked it. And oh. but the one thing about her is she literally repeats herself the same joke, the same like, yeah. Oh, you can't the cook in the kitchen and that she like thinks that she's making these she's like remixing old sayings like if you can't stand the heat get out of the kitchen right so if you can't stand the heat then don't cook in the kit like she and you're just like oh my god you fucking say this don't hate the player hate the game she says every five minutes she does say that a lot no yeah. bigger go home says right. it again like it's just like okay and then the minute that you're talking about the raquel stuff and now she's like trying to do this reality show strike and get all this stuff. And I'm just like, it's not her thing to do. Like you don't she think it's her. It is. Right. No, because she's, she's putting herself out into the world. She wants to be seen that much. Does she want to be paid for it? That's not realistic. Right. Because, yeah. I don't know. I, she's being annoying. Right. I, I think maybe the way that she's going about it is the wrong way, but maybe like, but her, I, I think the overall intent is good. This is why, like, I can't get off my Bethany, like, fandom. Like, I, I still yeah. love her. I still want to root for her. I still want, because yeah. I think that, like, under, under it all, and I know that, like, a lot of your, probably your friends are going through, and I know some of my friends are going through the strike oh, right I'm, now. I'm going and, through both. Yeah. yeah. And you're, and you're probably going through it as well. And, like, and, it's ridiculous that this isn't even coming up by the way anymore. There was so much press on, you know, the writer's strike and SAG and all this other stuff. And now it's nowhere. Like, well, it is because Drew Barrymore and Bill Maher were going to move forward without WGO writers. And yeah, but that was a PR thing for her. You know, that was, that wasn't, that had nothing to do with her being like, my moral compass has been pointed this way. Like oh, she had to say she wasn't doing it or she'd yeah. have been fucked. Yeah. Cause oh, people, absolutely people were pulling out as stars to come on the show. Like they weren't gonna, like I think McConaughey pulled out as one of her first guests. And she was like, Oh fuck. And I was writing on the MTV movie awards when she pulled out because of the strike, we all had to strike. And it was like, and I was like, Oh my gosh, kudos to her. I like literally golf clapped. I thought that was amazing. I was like, good. You should, these are your fellow people without them. You'd be nothing. Like, well, that's the thing. It's tough because I write union and non-union. Like, so I am in two different kinds of worlds that do the same work. If not, non-union does a little bit more. Mm -hmm. So I'm a little bit because they have no guidelines. They have no union protecting them. That's yeah. mostly why. I think what Bethany's doing is admirable, but I think it feels very like she just wants to be in the mix. And she wants to be like, look at me, look at me. Well, it's a little Sandoval. Like she's mm -hmm. like, Oh, I'm here to like, she's used to term on her podcast, like the Bethany clause. And I was like, what is that? Like, she's like, oh, no, they're doing the Bethany clause. Like the, what I created, like 
her asking for money, like she's a cast member of Friends and asked for a million dollars an episode. Like she's really trying to put herself on the map. And I do appreciate that. But I also like, I think she's biting off more than she can chew. And she's making herself look uneducated about it. But I, I mean, that is for that is for damn sure, because she has Rachel on it and you don't even watch the show. You don't do your research and watch a little bit of what she's what what she was going through. Like you literally didn't watch anything. You watched the reunion. That was it. Right. Like you got to right. watch the show in order to understand their feelings for the reunion. Even if it's just to watch that one season, like right. you don't have to go all the way backwards. And I get that. Not you don't have to be like the newbie that everybody else was and like watch from season one. Like you don't have to do that. Just watch one. Just watch season ten. And you'll understand every every reason why people are coming for you. Right. And educate yourself on it. Like, it's just not fair. You're calling out people, A, that you don't know. You don't know their circumstances, their situation, and what they, they've been going through in real life. But she called out Ariana and she called out Sheena, I think. Um, yeah. For not being her real friends or whatever. And I will, at least Rachel admitted that Sheena was her real friend. That she was like Sheena did everything for her according to the show. So she yeah. really fucked Sheena over. Well, and also there were things that weren't on the show that Sheena did. Like she gave her a place to live yeah. when she had no place to live. She gave her like she let her stay at her because she's never there. So she was like, I'll just stay at my place in Marina Ray. And then she only goes back to Marina Ray when she's filming. She just they stay in Palm Desert. They stay in Palm right. Springs. So like it doesn't make or or their old San Diego home or whatever. So it doesn't it didn't make sense. She's like, I'm I own this place. You might as well just use it. It's going to be here regardless. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's just she needs to do her research. And I just think that, like, you say you're not a journalist, but like when you create a podcast, and when you're creating content, you should be at least semi knowledgeable. Just give the base. Like get the base of knowledge about what the show's about, right? Of what the topic is. You're not going to go to Bill Gates and interview Bill Gates and know nothing about Bill Gates. Right, right, right. You're going to know something. You're going to know a bait of like a common, like go on Wikipedia for crying out loud. They're oh, like, do that. The gave her information. It just doesn't come off authentic yeah. because they're, and, and the thing is, is like, what was it for? Just to give her a safe place to, to talk because she hadn't spoken before. I'm fine with that. Mm -hmm. I think that she should have just kept her opinion out of it and just let her talk. Yeah. I think it, look, if I'm being honest, I don't really care. She knows everything about it. As long as she, I don't know. As, I think her main drive was that she felt really upset for her because as a mother, she was like the way you're being spoken to. And I'm like, right. That has nothing to do with Raquel being a victim. Nobody knows how to handle their emotions. Yeah. Nobody's, you know what I mean? And half of it is they know that they're on TV. Yeah. It is technically their job. A lot of them are like, right. look, this is how we stay employed. Unfortunately, <laughs> she, she brings that up. I think, I think Bethany brings up like, yeah. look, it, you are applauded for your bad behavior. Unfortunately, Sandoval is going to keep getting, you know, repicked back up because he, has all this bad behavior and he's going to have to go through his apology tour this year, but he's going to like, you know, he's just going to have to do it and whatever. And bad, bad TV is when you're boring, right? When you don't have any storyline, <laughs> when you're just sitting there going like, Oh my gosh, like I'm just going to observe or whatever. It's kind of how I feel about Paige on summer house. Like, oh yeah. Like I just, oh, I'm like, yeah. there's only so much you can stay in light, lie in bed and like not have a storyline. Now she's, picking back up because she's on two franchises now. So good for her. 
yeah. or three, I guess you'd include Winter House in that. Um, so good for her. And I guess she's not quote unquote staying in bed. But um, if you didn't have that boyfriend in Craig, yeah, you might not have a job, you know? Oh, right. Right. So I don't know. Um, yeah, I just, I, I wish that it was genuine. I wish that her, you know, her conversation with her wasn't like, I felt like she was, when I re-listened to some of it, I was like, you're feeding her a lot of stuff. Well, she's like, recruiting her to yeah. the outrage of not getting money mm-hmm. for all she's done for the show this season. And also, according to Sheena, um, she's getting 19 G's an episode because she gave her her lawyer. And so, like, let's just say that there's like, they, they said like, three, I think she's getting 300K and that's including the reunion. So obviously, if you do a three part, everybody wants a three part reunion yeah. because they're going to get paid more. So yeah. they did. So like, I guess it's like 324K is how much she made for the season. I'll I'm like, damn, that. if your intern makes that, I want to be your intern. I'm going to make right. $325,000. Oh, yeah. made the intern comment. She's just. It's just, it's just bad. And like, this is why you do your research, right? So you don't sound yeah. like an idiot. She's like, well, well she's sure I'm like, yeah, but we all think you're stupid now. Well, but I was surprised, actually, after I first listened to the three parter, I wasn't that outraged. I was more like, stop saying the same thing over and over. There were a few Mm -hmm. things that were questionable. And then Nick Vile had been talking about it and everyone started like they were outraged by it. And I was like, I didn't I don't know that I was outraged. I think I was just like, this would be better if you did this. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Because what is she going to do? Attack her? She can't. She's probably not going to hold her. I'm sure there were guidelines that Raquel's people said, we'll give you this interview because she had never spoken to anyone. You're already going to get listeners. Yeah, she, I know that she recruited her. So this is the one thing I will give her props for. She, and then let's move on from this. But like she recruited her. She went to her, her people, Bethany's people went to her and were like, do you want whatever? And she flew to Arizona. Oh, I know. Yeah. So she like, which a lot of people aren't looking at. I'm like, dude, she flew there specifically because a, she didn't know she was going to even do the interview. She was like, she has the ability to bolt, you know, like, so we just want to make sure that we get this. So I'm going to fly there and I'm going to set everything up and whatever. And we'll just go to a place that she's comfortable in, um, which is fine and whatever. But I I don't know. I think the point is that she, Bethany went after it. Mm-hmm. Right. So anything, any guidelines Raquel's team's going to give her, she's probably going to go with. Like, yeah. Please don't bring this up. Let's right. not talk about this too long. Right. There's mm-hmm. stuff like that. So who knows? She was probably trying to, I mean, Raquel's boring. And so she was probably trying to get, she was probably turning up the Bethany outrage and like banter so that she could, you know, supplement what probably wasn't happening. Yeah. But Raquel uh, complaining about Raquel sounded stupid in a lot of that too. But we can move on. I mean, so unfortunately, she's always going to sound dumb. But um, and that's just I just think that that's like the pageant girl whatever thing in Innocent. her. Yeah, yeah, very. Um, did you watch New York? Because I literally watched it for like two seconds. I like I watched it, but I didn't like consume a lot of it. And the only thing that I really truly consumed, which was crazy to me. Other than Jessel basically talking about her family instead yeah. of talking about herself. Yeah. Um, I want to get into the very end of the episode. Um, I'm going to do like, a, I don't know if you ever saw Anthony Bourdain's No Reservations. Yeah. Okay. So there's an episode where he does, um, the director 
has him in Korea, in South Korea. It's like one of the first episodes. And they go backwards, not forward. Oh, great. Okay. In the episode. So I'm going to go backwards and then I'm going to go forward. Okay. Um, was basically what I was, what, what I was going with. I got you. <laughs> so um, in Sunday's episode for Roni, um, I specifically just want to talk, hey, um, I want to talk about Uba and like, do you, do you enjoy any, uh, who's your favorite character on this new cast? Do you enjoy the new cast? Are you like loving this, this one? Because I have some friends that are like, this freaking sucks. And they were done after um, week one. And then I have uh, that everybody else on social media is like, this is fire way to rebrand, blah, 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 blah. So first I want, I want you to answer that question first, if possible. Well, first I do miss the Sonia Ramona Luann. Right. I, I miss I miss that. But it was aging out a little bit. So I, I'm i OK that they have other ways to be seen. You know what I mean? Like, I'm OK if they do an old school one and an OG and they bring the OG people in and it's like different kind of vibe. However, I do like this reboot. What makes me nervous is I think Bravo is going to get cocky thinking they can do a reboot like this with everyone, mm -hmm. which is the rumor about Atlanta, which yeah. I think is a bad idea. However, I worked with Portia last year in November. And can I tell you, like, she's just the same off camera as she is on. And they, I love need that. Her back. they need her back. She's just so sweet and authentically, like, innocent and can bring it when she needs to. But like, yeah, but to answer your question, I really like Jenna Lyons, but I also watched um, her reality show on Max, um, HBO Max at the time where she um, was kind of doing a similar thing with Bethany. But, you know, she was trying to hire people for her interior design, oh, design. Okay. company. And I really liked her then. I tell you who I do not like, Erin. Interesting. Okay. Erin does. Well, because Aaron does this thing and it's every goddamn episode. She like lets someone trust her. And then she she does two things. She outs them and then acts like surprise. She basically makes people cry and then goes, oh, I'm going to cry. But like Jenna, Jenna was high on drugs and said she, another perk is her not flying. Um, First class. Uh, economy or yeah. coach. With yeah. everybody. And Aaron took that and made it like it was some scandal, right? So then everyone's like pissed because the way that Aaron's pitching, it's different. So when Jen comes in, Jenna comes in and they force her to tell stories about her life, which is fine. But like, and then Aaron's like, are you okay? Like, like she was a standby person and didn't like know why this was happening. She makes, she doesn't believe people when they talk. I just hate, I don't like her. She's like, Brynn, that's such a lie that's such a story like and makes people cry and then acts like she wasn't making them cry I, I don't know how to explain that I just hate her no no I get it and here's the thing like there's always going to be somebody that I think that people just don't like automatically and they're like there's nothing that you can do to convince me to like this person you know what I mean like I just, liked her in the beginning interesting okay so you did annoying as fuck Maybe because this is like a repeat pattern and I think yeah, that's probably why you don't contrived. like it. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, I agree with you on the Jenna Lyons thing. I think she is the moment. I think she's great. That bitch yeah. can do no wrong. She's amazing. I'm Wonderful. happy they have a lesbian woman on the yeah. show. I'm glad yeah. to see a different dynamic. Well, because that's real too. New York yeah. is insanely full of lesbians. There's a lot I of mean, But she has a child. She was formerly yeah. married. She's like, I just think it's a story that's really relevant. 
Definitely. I, I mean, I like her. Yeah. I mean, I don't want to say I don't want to say this too soon, but I mean, Kyle Richards is on that journey, kind of. Is she? I mean, it's alleged. Really? Yeah, because of the whole like, yeah, she's um, what, what's the country singer's name that she like is in Paris with right now, and they say they're only friends. That's what everybody's alleging is that she's having an affair with her. I thought it was a man. Here's the thing. I don't watch. I, I'm when I'm working, I'm in deep in pop of culture, course. but I don't always like try to keep up with that kind of stuff. And I heard something, but for the life of me, did not think it was a woman. Yeah, it's a girl. And she was just in her video. She was oh. just in her music video. And it's like her like flirting with her doing the splits and like, you know how like Kyle always does the splits and stuff like that's her party trick. And then like her looking in a mirror, like the woman looking in the mirror, that's the artist and is like looking at Kyle doing all these things or whatever. And she's like, Oh, it was just for fun. It's just for play. And I'm like, you know, you're not going to lose your audience. If you do end up be- being a lesbian, like, and you are in love she with doesn't a woman. Have it in her. She doesn't have it in her. I mean, this is the reason why in the very beginning of this scandal that everybody was talking about the psychic that was on season one from the dinner from hell in Beverly Hills. Yeah, yeah. And they were like, well, I guess the bitch was right because she said Mauricio will never be able to fulfill you. And this might be a more fulfilling relationship where she's emotionally fulfilled. So that that's alleged out there. I'm not saying that she's having the affair and that they're actually, right, right. Uh, but, but I mean, it wouldn't shock me if she did come out and do that because there are women, like I've had, I have friends that like they have children and it's a very common story. Like you said, yeah. they have kids, they live their life. They think they're straight, whatever, or maybe they're bi. I don't know. No judgment. You whatever. Do. Yeah. Yeah. You do you. Um, and then all of a sudden they're like, Oh my gosh, this is the most fulfilling relationship I've ever been in. And it's with a woman. So with yeah. another woman. So God, another man, like, like that season one. But yeah. what I was going to say is Drew also yeah. has the rumor. I actually believe Drew is probably with that woman or at one point was. And I was, don't yeah. look, Ralph. <laughs> Ralph is so clearly a manipulator. He, you can see what he looked like as a little kid every time he makes like a and it's like oh you got caught up or you got in trouble and now your face is like oh no I'm sad and you're like what like yeah. I don't yeah I don't know what I'm saying but I do know that I don't believe Ralph right right and he's just so I, I, like yeah I think a lot of people don't believe him I think majority I have, of everybody's just yeah. like yeah. But Drew's also a liar, but Drew's from Chicago. So I have to like her on some level because I'm <laughs> from Chicago. Um, okay. So uh, moving, moving on with New York, the, at the very end, um, Uba gets into, gets into it with, or we, we see that they're about to get into it. Her and Aaron are about to get into it. Um, has a friend ever done this to you? Like pranked you like this, like where you're like, Hey, we're gonna, um, we're gonna jack your phone or whatever. And like, she gave it back to her that night when she was just like, I don't think this was even a big deal. Yeah. I think they're making a moment. First of all, calling it a prank is also is already criminal. This is not a prank that you've pulled. What you've done is she left her phone in the car. You've hung on to it. And as soon as she texted about it, you gave it to her. Where's the prank? Yeah. You're just hiding her phone. Is that a yeah. prank? Like to answer your question? No, because I don't have lame ass friends who don't know what a prank is. Okay, that's how I feel. Well, and this um, this also equivocates. She's the youngest on the cast, by the way. Do you know that? Aaron is Aaron? the youngest on yes, the cast. Yes, I do. You can tell. You can tell. 
absolutely that shit eating grin she gives when she's like I don't know, like Jenna, things are gonna come out. And you're like, you, what are you talking? I'm coming out like, because of you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, and it's the lamest thing. You don't, you can't even get good information. Yeah. Wouldn't it be cooler if you were like, hey, she's missing all her real teeth. She's in the, you guys, she's in the sun because of her skin. Like, wouldn't that be a cooler thing to maybe reveal to them? So, and then maybe Jenna would be like, wait, I didn't really want you to tell everybody that, you know, like, why don't you give substantial shit? Like this something not more personal thing. or just like, I don't want her to out Jenna. Jenna said it on the show. So it's not like it's that, but to the other people to open up, it would be more cool. It would be just more exciting to watch, but like, no, it wasn't a prank. It was lame as fuck. Upa was only mad because she's also probably exhausted and tired and her mom just died. So she's probably like, where's my phone? I don't think it's cool to have someone searching around for a phone either. However, it sounds like it lasted. She had her phone for 45 minutes. That's not even a long game. Yeah. Like we didn't even take it to the morning time. Yeah. It was like 1 a.m. I think when she finally got her phone back or something. Do you think that's a good prank? Um, it's not a prank. <laughs> uh, I'm kind of with you on the not prank thing. I'm like, it's, it's not, not really a prank. A prank. Like, uh, like, I don't know. Like a prank is like coming out and like in a mask or something and be like Uba Gooba or something like that. I don't know. Maybe that would be more of a prank. I don't know. Like I take her phone and call and text as her or, or get on her Instagram and post something about yourself. That's a prank. Like I would have posted a photo of me and be like, this girl is the number one girl. Like, like I would have, you know, like do something with the phone. All you did right. was put it in your room. Right. Sorry, no, 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 no. I, I, do you think more of a prank would be like her getting pushed in the pool? Like that's a prank. Not even a fucking prank. <laughs> a prank is making her peer herself in the middle of the night because she came out and you freaked her out in a mask. Exactly what you said. Okay. That I guess is more of a prank. It's more of a, a prank. Yeah. A prank is texting everyone as Uba something funny or like embarrassing to uba that's okay. a prank this okay. is not a prank <laughs> so this is basically a nothing burger and you're like please find something better yeah 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 like yes yeah she's the youngest one but she ain't young it's like you've been pranked in your life right like i liked that aaron i'll be honest i do have a love hate with her but I like that she was fun about the put getting pushed in. Yeah. She was fun. And she's like, Oh, I'm going to get you back. And that was like normal behavior, fun behavior. Right. And then Sai Sai can't be bothered with any shit. She's just like, just push her already. And just yeah, push yeah, yeah. Her and like, I will, hungry. <laughs> I will give her this though. She tried, man, but she could not push her in the pool. No, oh, she's a weak. Little yeah, bitch. Like, I can't. She's, yeah. You also try dragging even a child into the pool. She yeah. didn't. When you're off guard is when you get pushed into the pool. You can't be dragged unless right. it's a giant person picking up a tiny person. Yeah. And even then, it's hard. Yeah, definitely. Okay, then I want to go to the very, very beginning. Um, when... Um, the girl, shoot, I, for, I forgot the beginning. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm going off. No, that's okay. The beginning was when they, that was like the next morning when they all came back from the night before and Brynn yes, did go something. with them to dinner. Yes. But I also wanted to talk about like, uh, uh maybe even further on past that because like yeah. Brynn not going to dinner is whatever to me. I don't yeah. really care about that. They started talking do you about feel like that. a lot of, do you feel like a lot of this is like kind of nothing drama? 
Yeah, but that's what reality is supposed to be. Yeah, but like like so many of these are like so so many other ones. I think maybe because we got spoiled with Scandaval, like I'm expecting like an affair to happen or like somebody get a DUI or somebody, you know what I mean? Like I think like they've elevated um reality television by like certain shows. This is what I was gonna ask you about. So Jessel brings up the whole entire like, you know, here's my story, blah, 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 right? But majority of the story is how you how you grew up and she includes basically her whole entire family into the story before she even talks about herself. Right. Wondered if that's even a story for you where you like cut this girl some slack who gives a shit? Or were you like, no, this girl like this this is a horrible story. (laughs) Like what is wrong like well, I think what it shined a light on is that she's trying to sound more dramatic than maybe it was like, yeah. you know, a lot of their stories aren't uncommon. They just have pretty dramatic and tragic things that go along with it. But not a lot of people talk about it. I, I think Jessel was just look, if you ask me how I grew up, I'm going to bring up my family because that's like a, a source of how you grow up. If you really look at it, Bryn talked about her mom and her parents to explain where she was in her situation. Jessel's just wasn't that fucking dramatic. Right. That's okay. all it was. And I think she has, I think you're right. She Jessel does have a little bit of FOMO mm-hmm. when it comes to everybody else's story. Because if you look at basically, no offense to Aaron, but anybody but Aaron and her, mm-hmm. they, they grew up privileged. Like, I don't want to say privileged because Jessel didn't grow up privileged. She grew up normal. There's yeah. nothing wrong with that. That's great. Are you kidding but, me? I'd love to grow up normal. <laughs> yeah, but struggle is relative. It's not. Yeah. You, my struggle okay. doesn't have to match your struggle. Like, my normal life could still have a struggle in it. Like, I grew up with a very big family, a big Italian family. My dad died when I was 10. All right. Like, that's not normal for everybody. But at the end right. of the day, I didn't, like, lose a home because of it. And I... Right. You know what I mean? Like everything's relative. So Jessel's story is just fucking lame. But for them to continue not to believe her when they're forcing her to keep explaining herself is where it's annoying. Okay. All right. Who cares? I I mean, for me, I just, but I'm right. I'm alongside with you on the who cares part. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Believer, don't believe her. Don't bring it up. Who cares? I just think that Jessel's boring. (laughs) I just think it's really boring. That's exactly what it is. Yeah, with the exception of, you know, the in vitro thing that she wants to do it again, which a lot of women can relate to. Tons of friends going through IVF right now. Yeah. Uh, especially the older you get, the harder it's going to be to conceive. So you do have to, unfortunately, have to go through that. And with her culture background, she has to, you know, it's very, it's hard um, to not get pregnant on your own because that's yeah. just normal in her culture and in a yeah. lot of, you know, other people's cultures. But um, so like uh, with the exception of that and having to tell her mom or whatever, like, just like you boring, man, you bland. Like I just, yeah, I'm like, I'm waiting for her to like get a divorce because like, and I, and she said this, <laughs> this sounds so mean, but whatever, we're on the real bitch of problem. I'm going to bitch about yeah. it. Like she said before, she's like, that's just the way that we talk to each other. And that's just my British sense of humor, which we've heard that before with Vanderpump. So I'm wondering, they, and they're still together and they've been together for over, you know, over a decade. So like, I don't, maybe this just works for them, but I don't know. It just seems really cruel, right? Like, 
she doesn't know how to be vulnerable. So every, like I've been Jessel before, I'm guessing, like as a comic and this, I was like, oh, you can't take a joke, like in relationships, not with people, like not with friends and stuff, but like, you know, she's probably, this sounds like this is her only real experience with a relationship and she married him. And it took a while for them to get even romantic. Weren't they friends for a long time? And they were roommates. Right. (laughs) They lived with each other. I just think that she's probably not giving it all up for the camera. And that's why she's boring. And that's why, you know, she's she's just kind of like a boring, privileged person. I mean, that totally makes sense if you're not being authentic and giving everything. Like, that's why I think we all love Jenna so much. Is she's giving everything. She's well, talking she's about. Of course, too. Yeah. Well, but at least she's doing it. You know what I mean? Like. You can be tried to be forced to. And also, I think she's very demure, right? So she's just like, okay, well, I want to be like, so like, I'll give you all the things. Um, Versus, I don't think Jessel's like that. Jessel's like, piss off. Like, I don't want to freaking tell you. So I'm not going to tell you. You know, I agree with that. So, um, what with that, that's the reason, like, you, you will be off reality television so quickly if you don't give it all. Because then we're going to sit there as, you know, as, listeners and as the audience and be like what else do you have to give you're boring as hell man like this is why like Paige for me was just so boring on summer house i'm just like yeah oh can you just give anything like just anything and then she finally opens up about her family and like missing a family and stuff like that but i'm like it was so short like i just don't feel like i know Paige at all it's all on the surface well i also think if you think about it luann was very boring season one Luann, yeah, she gave the glamour like she gave the like i'm the countess and i'm like sure. she had so, a so, like she gave the very like um on the surface kind of level that i wanted in reality tv and this is also before you get scandal we get cheating shit we get like people having affairs and you know duis and all that other stuff yeah. like the second that she became single is the second that she became interesting to be That's honest what with I'm you. Saying. yeah right, when she got divorced is when she right. became like you started seeing the cracks in the countess. Yeah. So I think you just got to start seeing the, someone's, they're calling her out, which is kind mm-hmm. of what has to be done. And then right. you'll see it when you see it. I mean, she was a nightmare at Aaron's house when she was talking shit about the negligee. Oh um, yeah, yeah. Yeah. The lingerie gate awful. or whatever. Yeah. She was awful. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I think they're all going to get a pass until next season if they want to return. Yeah. And the, and the other unfortunate thing I, I, I'm missing in this whole entire franchise is that the Cheesegate thing, they filmed two weeks prior with the missing cast member before she decided to drop out and leave. Do you know about this? No. So there was a there was a Jewish there was another Jewish woman on the um on the cast. Oh, that's right. That's right. And she dropped out because I guess like her husband said some racial stuff or whatever and she didn't want the backlash that's of right. it all. That's so right. she basically um, was just like, I, I'm, I'm done. I don't want to like put my family through this, whatever, whatever. And then so there was two weeks of film and footage that we didn't even get to see that led up to Cheesegate and led up to them oh. going to um, catch and them not, and like two people, Brandon, whatever, not going, side not going to catch. So like, uh, hopefully by next season, we won't get an un- uninterrupted season. I know you got to go. Um, and no, I don't. So, oh, you don't. Um, oi. 
I'm on my leather couch and it like is really sticking to me right now. So it's not, it's not exactly a leather weather. Um, (laughs) It's really hot in here. Um, I want to, I was just going to end it right there and then maybe like have you on another time or since we have time, how much time do you have? I have time. I just have to pee. Well, let's take a quick break. I'll send you another Zoom link and we'll, um, we'll let you go to the bathroom. (laughs) I don't want you to hold it in. (laughs) All right. Uh, Guys, we're going to take a really quick break and we'll be back with some more Renee Gauthier and some housewives. (laughs) Hello and welcome back, you guys, to The Real Bitch of Bravo here with Renee Gauthier, the most beautiful comedian ever um funniest bitch on the planet too by the way um renee i know you watch limited franchises um because i do as well (laughs) i don't watch atlanta i don't watch potomac and i know everybody's like you're sleeping on it and i did finally start watching jersey um i watch all of them except for potomac yeah um i used to live in the DMV. So for me, I'm like, that's too close to home. I'm good. Uh-huh. I don't need to. Yeah. And also Potomac, by the way, is not the same. Like that, the, that, that way that they portray Potomac is not the real yeah. Potomac. It's very hoity-toity over there, man. It is like P's and Q's. Everybody's in black and white. Like maybe oh. for spring, they'll wear their colors and stuff like that. But like, they are very prim and proper over there. So I don't know. It just didn't go i guess it's like the best way yeah. i don't know i don't know how else to say it, it just didn't match up for you exactly exactly um but what did match up for me is salt lake city i mean it's yeah. been fire from day one i like you can't you can't make the shit up that they have on this show um wanted to ask you um a how'd you like the premiere loved it amazing right so good it was so good i don't miss jen that was going to be my next question. So how do we feel about no more Jen Shaw? And then also, how do you feel about the newbie, Ms. Megan? I like Ma- Monica. Monica. Sorry. I sorry. I don't Monica. know why I just. No, I thought I was wrong. Um, um, I'll, I'll look it up, but I'm pretty sure uh, you might be right. Um, yeah, it was just on. Right. It's Monica. Um, new. Speaking of not being prepared, you guys, and not, not doing our research. I'm like looking at post-its. Right. Like, um, oh, here we go. Okay. Um, bu- 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 bu. Still trying to find her. <laughs> nope, you're totally right. Monica Garcia, and I was totally wrong. Uh, no, no, no. It's an M. You were close. Yeah. Um, the first, first letter right, right? Um, I actually hate that Angie's on. And I really like Monica. Okay. Um, and you're okay with Jen being gone? Like, that's with Anya Jen. Don't no, she's an headache. Yeah. Do you also know who she has been very uh, friendly in the pen with? Who? No, I don't. Elizabeth Holmes. They are buddy-buddy. And for those that don't know who Elizabeth Holmes is... Um, you got Google, but we can explain it right now. She is the one that did this diabetes blood test app. (laughs) But she scammed so many people out of, I want to say millions for them, like individually, but like probably billions of dollars collectively, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yes. She's like Jen Shaw 10.0. 
Cause she, uh, that might be why they're hanging. Probably because they have that commonality. But she like, she, I this is just so par for the course that Jen Shaw would be friends with Elizabeth Holmes. Like she would just buddy up with this chick. But like she basically Elizabeth Holmes. There actually was the movie, um, or was it a series or a movie? I want to say it was. It was a movie. There's a documentary, and then there was a series with Amanda Seyfried. Thank you. I was thinking about the series with Amanda Seyfried. Um, Seyfried. I, by the way, which she is like one of my favorite actors. Like she's phenomenal at her job. Um, but yeah, so basically, you would prick your finger every time you prick your finger for a diabetes test. That's how you find out, you know, your blood sugar levels and all that other stuff, and what you need to take versus not or whatever. And so she wanted to make that easier and make it less tricky for you to have to do the prick or something like that. But the technology that she had was impossible. Literally everybody that she went to was like, this is not possible. You cannot do this. Um, and yeah. She tried to do this via an app into your phone or something like that. So what? Well, yeah. You also thought it was meant to cure, like to identify uh, if you still had cancer and like all these other things. Right. Mm -hmm. And that's kind of what wasn't being honest about. Like they would tell people they weren't sick when they were or, like that. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. But I didn't she, she just, Oh my gosh, you're fine. Stop. It's fine. Um, please. My, I'm, I'm pretty sure there was audio of my boyfriend coming down the stairs. So I'm not like, I didn't hear anything. We, we are a mistake. Inclusionary podcast here. Bring all yeah. the mistakes. I don't care. I don't know why we never bring her on anyway. But <laughs> you know, maybe it was just you probably needed it on for one one day and whatever. Yeah. Um, so it's just so funny that they're they're buddy buddies now. But um, it's a weird matchup, which is also another weird matchup that now we have the original two Meredith Marks and Lisa Barlow now joining. And being friendly together. How long do you think that this is going to last? Um, I think Angie's going to probably fuck it all up. I think that. Fair. I, I don't know why Angie's here. I, I mean, don't know she, why she's on the show. She did. I'll give her this. She she deserved her flowers after bringing up the drama. Because if you think about it, that's what housewives are supposed to do. They're supposed to bring in the drama, right? They're supposed to bring in, you know, but some form of chaos or you're just over it. You're like, I'm good. I don't need. No, don't other than that, me. like there's so much authentic. Like she's not a, if she were more of a reliable source, she, all she's doing is lying about stuff that Jen and Heather were doing scissor kicks and then hit each other because they were like having lesbian sex. That's how she got her black eye. Well, she says that was a rumor. Right, but I'm just saying. Like bringing it up is, but here's the thing. It's so here's so unlikable. This is where I'm going to go against you. Is that okay. she's just repeating a rumor? Should she get punished for repeating a rumor? She should be punished for being unlikable. <laughs> she's not likable. I don't want to hear her talk. Right. I want to hear. I'm fine with Whitney going. This is what I heard. Like I'm fine with that, but I'm not. And she's like, like I just. She drives me. She's. You know what it is? Is she? She's acting like she's entitled to be here when she came on as a friend kind of at the end of last season when they went on that trip. And then she said she paid all this money and paid so for Jen and everything. Yeah. So I was going to bring that up. So she paid for uh, Coach Shaw's party mm -hmm. and got asked to be reimbursed, which I think that that's fair because you can set shit up, but that's not, you shouldn't be paying for it. Yeah, we just don't know what really happened though. Okay. 
um, I mean, I, I, this is where like paperwork and be, maybe like my, like, every, like sign your prenup shit comes into play in my head. Yeah. I'm like, there's, there's a document for everything. You can yeah. document everything. So like if you, but this is maybe the friendship she thought that she had with Jen and was just like, you know what you, I'm just going to trust you, which God, you're dumb, but like, I'm just going to trust you and be like, Hey, she's probably going to pay her half. Like maybe we pay half of it of the party and she pays the other half, which that obviously isn't the case. She like didn't pay for anything. Um, and I also think Jen yeah. was very used to people just giving her shit and being like, here's this free stuff. Um, kind of like Mary, Mary Cosby, who can we talk about Mary Cosby? <laughs> yes. Well, but first, let me say this. Angie was doing you. There's not one part of you that thinks she was trying to help Jen and pay for stuff so she could be on the show. No, absolutely. There's t- definitely yeah. an ulterior motive. For I sure. don't think. Look, if I'm going to throw a party for a friend, mm-hmm. if I'm like, oh, you know what? My husband and I will throw the party. We know there's shit going down. We'll throw the party. Let us throw the party. When does that become pay us back? I would never ask for someone for money back. I wouldn't. I'd be like, we offered to pay this party. That's like me offering to throw a dinner party and asking people, charging people at the door. Yeah, it is a little sus when you're like, hey, we'll throw the party. But you're right. We don't. We also don't know what the fuck happened. We don't, we don't know, know, know the conversation. We don't know like, hey, maybe she just said, I'll give you my home. Like, maybe I'll give you my home and not, hey, I'll throw you the party. Maybe it just was implied that she was like, well, she's giving me the home. She's obviously throwing the party. Either way, there was nothing genuine about it on either side. And she wanted to be a real housewife. And now she has to be brought to things to even get on camera. What does that tell you? She ain't likable. Okay, what were we going to say about Mary? Yeah, but everybody always needs a villain. There needs to be a villain. There always needs Carlo to be a villain. Carlo is villain enough, and so is Mary. <laughs> yeah, but Mary's good and content with being a friend of, and I'm okay with her being a friend of. I do not need is that. She a friend of, or is she back? Huh? She a friend of, or is she back? She's a friend of. She's not. No, she's not back. She's a friend of. She's, so she's not on the main. So if you're not on the main and have your snowflake, she's a friend of. She doesn't have like a tagline. Yeah, I would rather Mary Cosby be do her podcast and comment on shit than me watching her not wanting to participate in absolutely anything. Oh, I like I can't stand Mary Cosby. I think that she's great for like comment, like little like her little quips and stuff. I'm just not a Mary Cosby fan. I like I think she's a scam artist. I think she's one step below Jen when it comes to scam. Above, she's just not doing it. I think I think she's covered her tracks differently than Jen. Absolutely. She's hiding behind a church. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, like I used to be heavily involved in the church. So like, I know that there are people that are like out, like the Benny Hills of the world that are like, Hey, like, you know, you just give your ties, you give your, you know, like the Tammy Bay Faker, like the Tammy Faye Bakers of the world and stuff like that, that like have TBN um, contracts and shit like that. Like, I just, I can't with people like that. And that's just who she is. And that's fine. Like you can, if you can accept that, you know, what you're, what you're doing and whatever, that's on you, honey. But like, I just couldn't scam people like that. I couldn't be like, Hey, let me take, take all your money. And just, yeah. ugh. I just think that she's not a good person. I just don't think that she's a good person. I think that you're an evil bitch. And I think that you're racist as fuck. Like, I just, I don't like Mary Cosby. I'll, I'll come out there and say it. I don't give a shit if she comes after me. Like, I just don't like her. Yeah. Like, she's just like, one of those, like, I will never like you. 
She and right. Angie can go have her own fucking thing. How about that? She does. You know what? Maybe she just needs her own show. She's a she's where she's just the star and everybody loves her. Like well, she's disgusted with everything everybody says and gives her. It's like the salad makes me sick. She's like, I'm not going to throw balls out in the, you know, just, and she's never participated. No, I don't understand it. She didn't participate when she was a main. What makes you think that she's going to participate? She thinks she's above all of you. She literally thinks she's above all of you. And also who calls a motel, a motel, by the way, not a hotel, not a resort, a motel. You were staying in a motel. I don't care if it's, by the way, you know, it's $600 a night to stay there. Yeah, it's a Trixie. It's Trixie's motel. No, and I get that. But I'm, and I yeah. get that you're in Palm Desert and I get that she fixed it up and it looks a lot nicer than also, any she other. she has her own show with it. Like, oh, no, I know. Yeah, but, this is like, yeah. But $600 a night? No, it's ridiculous. Yeah, you can get, you know what you can get for that in Vegas right now? Like, right. Like, you can get a really nice room for $600 a night in Vegas. And Maybe not an MGM property, but, huh? Yeah. And you get Dom Perignon. Yeah, and you can get Dom delivered to your door. Um, yeah, you can stay at, like, um, the Nobu Hotel, which is a bo- yeah. boutique hotel that, like, you just swipe the, your card and you just go all the way to your, straight to your room. Like, that's a $500 a night hotel room. It yeah. is nice. It is very yeah. nice. Um, so, yeah, Mary Cosby, not a fan. Good reality TV. Glad she's only a friend of. Because yeah. like we don't need her in the whole entire thing, and not also when you live with your kid and you don't know that he's married, uh, the whole thing. Uh, every scene she takes is in her closet. Every scene is in her closet. Like <laughs> that's already an issue. That's problematic already. She's she knows what's going on with her son. I don't know why she's talk. She talks like she's so oblivious. Yeah, I don't think that's real. which i'm hoping it just comes out and you're just sitting there going like okay like come on what was your reaction to um a um when lisa and meredith were talking in the park did you think that was just an awkward scene well i think that yeah uh, yeah it was i mean i think i don't know i think lisa is probably knowing that it'd be a good idea for her to do it. And I think Meredith the same way. I hate to say this, but I don't find Meredith. Meredith was great. Season one, mm-hmm. season one, Meredith was like, I'm disengaging. I'm doing this. She was a no bullshit. She was the original candy Burris, right? Where she's like, she's in it, but she's, but she's the one you can go. Yes. That's what we're saying. Right. Yeah. Like she's and, the, she's the voice of reason. Yes. But now all of this fame and attention I fear has gone to her head in a way that's not likable. Yeah. She seems a little bit more detached for me. I also have never really truly been a Meredith Marks fan because I think that she just takes herself a little too seriously. And I think she's taken herself seriously from the get-go and that's fine. If you're like in business and you're trying to do all that stuff and you're trying to make money, I get it. And I get where you're coming from. But at the same time, like this is reality TV, honey, you don't need to be taking yourself that seriously. It's reality TV. Like, you're not adding to your IMDb like Heather DuBrow is trying to. Like, you kind of yeah. let it go. Oh, I just God. think she was more likable season one. Season two, she knew she had to bring some kind of drama, so she did. And then now it's like, now she's kind of stuck in this vibe where she's very, like, she looks like a villain. She looks yeah. like a villain. Yeah. But if you had to compare her to Angie K, because that's who she's combating with right now 
in, yeah, that, in next week's scene, in yeah. next week's episode. I mean, I'm assuming you're taking Meredith Marks' side over Angie Kay. I think they're both going to annoy the shit out of me. <laughs> I think Angie, but in Meredith's defense, Angie, Angie's showing up to something she wasn't invited to. And she's, it sounds like, it looks like she's saying shit to provoke something. And that's why Meredith is like, well, get out of here. Like, get out of this house, get out of this, whatever. Because she's trying to... She's trying to do something that's like, in my opinion, it's already been done. I don't know what else you'd have on Meredith. Yeah, I mean, there, there. I guess there were like a lot of rumors about like their affair and stuff. Like th- these, these women, unfortunately, are going backwards yeah. in time when we've already covered all the backwards stuff that doesn't need yep. to be covered anymore. Um, yeah, I'm kind of over that. Not going to lie to you. Um, Let's go to the next relationship that is popcorn worthy. It's good. It's obviously it's kind of what we wish will stick, or at least I wish will stick because I love them together. I don't think it's going to happen, but I love them together as Heather Gay and her cousin, Whitney. Yeah. Um, What did you think about them kind of sort of making up and then Heather inserting herself in the whole Lisa Barlow um, and Jack um, getting his, doing all this on his own and being in the mission and stuff like that. Well, I think Whitney is different this season and she was different a little bit last season. Whitney was unfortunately going through a lot of realizations about her childhood and life, but Whitney needed it to all be about her. And like, this isn't anyone like, don't you all think this is a tragedy? And it's like, it was very, I can understand it and I'm not like trying to shame her for it, but it was a lot. And I think that Heather talking about Lisa's son is Heather talking about Mormonism. The things that Lisa would be like, I'm a good Mormon. I'm a this, this, this. And you're just like, you don't even know what it is because your son is going on a mission. And she's just saying, seems a little weird to me that she's like going to even allow that because that is a diff. that's Scientology Sea Org shit. It, it is. I mean, did, did you ever grow up with Mormons? I'm, I'm not with them. No. But. <laughs> so um, living in L.A., um, obviously it's not Utah, but I uh, played basketball. I played with a lot of Samoans um, yeah. a lot of Tongans, and they're relatively all Mormon for the most part. Oh, they they all. Realize. Yeah, they're all Mormons. Great people, by the way. I love yeah. me some Samoans. I love me a, a Tongan Samoan family. Amazing, epic people. Do not fuck with them, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. not fuck with them um that being said they obviously take the religion extremely seriously um it's very much like in all of them it's required actually in the church if you are a mormon you have to take those two years and go if you are practicing mormon not a lapsed mormon or whatever that what, whatever yeah. leases whatever affiliation with the church is you have to go for those two years um there's actually in the ncaa um, this college sports in general, they change the rules um, because if you are Mormon and you go and you're in a sport and you have to take those two years off, they extend your eligibility to be oh. in the NCAA. So back in the day, it used to be, I think, like you'd only have four years or maybe five and you're done. Yeah. Uh, for Mormons, that's technically you have to take those two years 
and your committed your commitment to the church and that falls under our freedom of religion right in the constitution yeah. so they had to be like no you have to extend their eligibility because this is the you're not giving them their freedom of religion rights or whatever as american right right so um i mean the ncaa changed the rule for the for you know this religion yeah. um so, so everybody has to do it men yeah. women if you are a, an lds a latter-day saints church latter-day saints um participant you have to to go on your mission and the, the only thing i agree with i don't think that heather should have inserted herself and but i don't think like, she did she was just talking at whitney so here's it. the thing like i think that she basically was like first of all she shouldn't even be talking about it because it's not right. her kid it's not her anything this has nothing to do with her yeah but lisa has talked shit about her and her fallen Mormonism the last two seasons has kind of come at her in different ways for how she was choosing to do stuff. Always telling that acting like she is a good Mormon. Right. So okay. I think what Heather is saying is like, this is a like, I don't think Lisa knows what she's in for. I don't think and she that, realizes. And that I understand. Yeah, that I get that. But again, I don't think she needs, I think both of them shouldn't have inserted themselves. Yeah. about talking about each other like when it comes to your kids i thought we weren't supposed to do that well, i didn't think she was talking shit about her kids though i didn't I don't know I, i'm just saying kids in general are not a topic yeah. like i don't I, that's what that's what i was uh, uh, that's what i was told is that in the that's Brooklyn, Brooks. housewife verse oh, yeah. you're not supposed to talk about the kids right you're not supposed to talk shit about the kids Okay, I mean, this You're is not supposed to bring up kids shit. But I think what Heather was doing was saying I was shocked by it. And I don't know how Lisa's going to handle this because I don't Lisa's never done a mission. Lisa converted, right? Lisa's not a born Mormon, right? She wasn't gotcha. in it as a child. So she's never had to do this stuff. Right. So she's and never I, had I to go. Heather was saying, that's what I'm saying. I think Lisa, she was saying, I don't think I'm shocked that Lisa you know, she has a liquor brand. She has this, which has been said before, but I don't think she was talking shit about the sun. I think she was surprised because she, and maybe worried for Lisa without being that like forthcoming about it. It's like, I don't think you know what a mission is. Yeah. And I don't think you know what you're going to be getting yourself in, what you're going to be getting when he comes back. That I agree with. Yeah. That I agree with. I was like, you don't know, like, cause he's being told all these different things or whatever that he hasn't been told before since he was a child or whatever. He hasn't really been told right. before. And he's going to now believe what the church has told him and all these other things. Cause, and good for him for doing this of his own fruition, because yeah. when uh, my issue with this is that like, I was in the church pretty much my whole, up until maybe I was like 24, 20, 22. You like, were a Mormon oh, or what kind of church? No, I was just, a, I was a Christian, but um, I went to church six days a week. Like I, like I lived in that damn church. I went to this church called Hope Chapel, but uh, it's a Trinity church. You believe in the father, the son, Holy spirit. Um, but we didn't, we, it wasn't like mass where you had to like get up and get down. It wasn't a lot of that. I'm a Catholic. That's yeah. Right. yeah. My boyfriend's Catholic. So like, and I had to go to a proper Catholic mass funeral and I was like, damn, you guys go up and down a lot. It's like an hour of that. I'm like, whatever. Yeah, I, I was literally just saying that to my mom because I go, this reminds me of my brother John Paul's wedding. We were watching something. I go, my God, it was exhausting. Yeah. It was an hour. Yeah. It was exhausting. Yeah. Like, yeah. at least with my church, you're sitting down for the for the ceremony. <laughs> like, we don't sleep, get, right? 
You can't sleep though, right? No. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I mean, I did. You're not supposed to, but I did. How do you not? Oh my gosh. Well, there and like there's extenuating circumstances. Like fortunately, like my church is very liberal. <laughs> so like we have Friday night and Saturday night services. So yeah. nighttime, I'm chilling, like seven to seven to eight, eight thirty. And it's like it's fun because like you're actually going in there and you're worshiping. Like yeah. the, the beginning of it is worship and then announcements and then the ceremony and then like whatever the pastor is preaching about. And it's like, a, like yeah. half an hour and then worship again. Yeah. So like the only time you're getting up is to worship. And the only time that you're sitting down is for the rest of the ceremonies, for right. the, rest of the, the church service. So like this getting up and getting down thing for me was weird. Yeah. <laughs> it's a lot. Are you yeah. still practicing on some level Christian? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. um, I mean, I still believe. For sure. Yeah. I mean, I'm not, you know, I just don't go to church. And I, I, if I am, I maybe I'll, I'll go for Mother's Day because that's my Mother's okay. Day gift to my mom. Okay. <laughs> I'm not kidding. Right. <laughs> I was, I was nice. like, I'll give you flowers. I'll give you this. And she's like, I want you to go to church with me. I'm like, damn it. God damn it. Yeah. Um, every so often, Christmas Eve service, yeah. um, Easter. Um, I will never, ever again make my kids or myself go to sunrise service because I think that that's just horrible for any human being to have to be up before the sun is there um i just can't do that anymore i I used to go to sunrise service and that was like you'd have to be there by like 5 30 5 45 it was a nightmare i'm waking up at 4 a.m to go to church i'm like that's just that's insane um but yeah i'll do special occasions you know like yeah yeah. um maybe if i had kids it would be different but i don't so (laughs) Um, what about you um i'm catholic (laughs) <laughs> but like are you still practicing you go to mass oh, no, I, like, I don't know that Sunday? i ever practiced um i'm a are you a lapsed catholic? catholic so an italian huh are you a lapsed catholic what's a lapsed catholic mean? a lapsed catholic is a catholic that like still believes but at the same time like you don't go to church you don't do services anymore like you kind of no. have gone off the deep end of the church but you still no, no, no. i mean i was never hardcore churchgoer anyway even as kids you know my dad passed when i was 10 and i feel i'm one of four kids and i think that that was um something that my mom stopped trying to do because she was so busy with so many other things but we did go to Saturday school. We got our communion. We did all that. But no, I believe in the universe. So I'm going to manifest that shit. And then, you know, I respect it. I respect all of it. I just, you know, don't have it. I don't find it interesting. I think that's one thing, too. I just don't. Again, to each, to each his own. I'm not about shoving stuff down your throat. So and I think that that's where, like, the church, like, will always do that. They always, act like, are, like, the church I went to is an evangelical church. So like sure. we, oh, yeah. we were, we were always like on the sidelines with like those abortion clinic things. We were always on the sidelines of like, yeah, like little kids too. And like, Jesus always be like, Oh yeah. Oh, they guilted the crap out of me. to take on as a kid. Yeah. Well, cause they, they, again, it's the base is very great. Right. Yes. yes I don't agree. lie. Don't see, steal. Don't cheat. Don't be murder. a good person. Yeah, How be about, a good person, right? Be, the be the kind, belly okay. is, is a good is a good lesson for anybody, right? Um, it's when you get into the actual church, like going to church. Um, there's a there's a verse where it says, "No man is or like so, no man is good, not no, not even one." Like we all have evil in us, and yeah. so by accepting Jesus into your heart, you have like that non evil. Mm-hmm. I don't want to go into the side tribe, but like I basically grew up with <laughs> like, PKs. I don't know if you know what those are. Say it again. PKs. 
Oh, what's that? They're pastor's kids. Oh. So if you, like, I hung out with them all the time. I was not a pastor's kid, um, but I hung out with them a lot. Like, that was my crew when I was in church. So, like, I was in leadership and all that stuff. And it's very indoctrinating. Um, Again, the premise is great. Just the the, um, execution is just very, like, culty. So, yeah, I mean, look, I accidentally, when I was 12, became a born-again Christian. It was a full accident. Um, <laughs> I, my friend, my was, I, I kind of, I was a very good kid. Like, they're like, oh, Renee would never do that. Like, right. and I was like, I'm just scared. I don't want to touch a boy's penis. Um, <laughs> but you know what I mean? I was just, like, scared of sex and kissing and everything. Mm-hmm. And not for any other reason, just for whatever it was. But my friend who lived next door, Tammy, and um, her friend, who we called BJ, and I didn't know that meant blowjob. Wait, thought, did you call him BJ because of the... Her, her, her nickname. Wait, so did you call BJ. her because of that? That's what everyone called her because of that, yeah. Oh, wow, her okay. Was Mary, and they called her BJ, and I was like, oh, I thought your name was Mary, and she's like, yeah, they call me BJ, but anyway... One night I went with them on a bus to this like, oh, we're going to this um, church. I had no clue. Oh, church. and some church kids, by the way, are very oversexual. Well, yeah. yeah, but I had no clue. I think she became a born again because, you know, if your parents aren't present and you're living in the city, it's easy to tackle those kids. Oh, like, wow, don't absolutely. want someone to this, this, this. And so I went, I was there and I just remember them being like, hey, would you like to be baptized? I'm like, sure, whatever. Like, and I was baptized a born-again Christian. <laughs> that is too funny. Yeah, and I mean, you probably didn't even know. You probably no. didn't even know what it meant. Oh, I had no idea. You probably just, just went. A bunch of and they, kids. Yeah. they didn't explain it to you? I'm sure they did, but I was just like, oh, okay, that sounds nice. I go, also, I don't care. I'm just here because my friends are here. I'm like, here with my friends, yeah. Ooh, we got yeah. a latchkey key on the kid on her hands. <laughs> <laughs> anyway yes anyway i didn't find what heather said i think the way whitney reacted made it more scandalous seeming than it was maybe maybe to me to me oh um moving on i do agree with you though that lisa is in for a rude awakening when it when yeah. jack comes back i i do agree with you on that and if she won't receive heather her. and she's not going to receive heather saying that to her yeah because why why is Lisa about to lose her shit crying when she's talking about it if she was so into what this is supposed to be? It is her kid, maybe. Well, maybe. that's what I'm saying. She's afraid. Yeah, she she's going to lose him. Yeah. yeah, she's on the leave for two years. Yeah, she which doesn't is, want that. Which boggles my mind, though. You're okay with him going to college, but you're not okay with him going to a. To Doesn't that tell you something? That she really did. She convert for John. Was John is John Mormon? I'm under the assumption. So. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So she did this to to marry John basically because you can't like you can't get married in the like. By the way, that ceremony in the Mormon Church is only for Mormons. Yeah. They won't let anybody else in. So like it's and that death thing. What what it what, um I don't know if you watch like the um never before scenes. Oh yeah. They do death oaths. I'm like, yeah, who the that. fuck? If you were supposed to be this like accepting, loving kind of concept of a church, who does a death oath? What is called like 
who even comes up with something that's called a death oath? Like this is some, like you said, this is some Christian science like shit where you're like, literally, so the death oath is a vow to keep the church's ceremonies secret under penalty of death. Like, oh my gosh. Like, what is wrong with you people? That's what I'm saying. I don't think, I think Heather's point is Lisa doesn't really understand what being a Mormon really means. Yeah. And that's kind of what I gathered from that in a, in a way. And I don't think she was being like confrontational about Lisa. I think she was saying like, I'm shocked to my fucking core that this is happening because, and that Lisa even is a Mormon because of yeah. all these things, one, two, and three, that she shouldn't be allowed to be. Right. But like, what is this? Cause she's in for it. She's like, yeah. doesn't understand what's happening. No, definitely. Or she um, does, doesn't want to stop it. Yeah, may maybe that's what she's afraid of. Yeah. Um, so then we get, I'm going to skip this whole entire Seth and Meredith opening up about um, their relationship podcasting crap, and I just don't yeah, care. Don't care. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, very not informed, whatever, don't care. Um, then, <laughs> she's kind of boring. Then we get to Monica and her mom packaging a product for herself while... Um, She's talking about her upbringing and her insecurities. This was very real. And this is another reason why I think the audience really loves Monica. Yeah. Um, what did you think about this? What did you think about her? I mean, she's opening up to us because like, we don't know who the fuck Monica is. So this is a great introduction to all this. I just wondered your, um, your reaction. Well, I thought it was, like you said, very relatable, especially that she was in a church because of her mom just her whole storyline is interesting because it is exactly what Heather kind of, we didn't see Heather go through, mm -hmm. but Heather, we saw Heather a couple years after it all, but like raising the kids by herself being shunned. Well, she did fuck her. <laughs> yeah. Her brother-in-law. <laughs> and it's not even her, like, it wasn't even like quote unquote, the brother-in-law. It was like her husband's sister's Sisters. husband. So, yeah. which was very hard for me to like wrap my head around. I was like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but I, I think, I think it was very relatable. I think she's yeah. probably starting from a different kind of um, bracket in her life financially, which we, we can all relate to when something changes abruptly and she's nervous. She's not going to hold up to what all of this is. Yeah. And I mean, we were told also, I think season one, those that don't really know the Mormon religion is that it's all about appearances, appearing beautiful, appearing, you know, chaste and whatever. And um, especially for the girl, I mean, especially for the woman, like she got persecuted and withdrawn from the church, but he got nothing, nothing, like nothing. Like you're not even a slap on the wrist, man. You got bupkis and you guys have the audacity to sit there and be like, you need to be chaste and pure, but this guy can freaking get away with having an affair. Yeah. So for two and a half years, I think that they had this affair. Uh, yeah. Oh, she said six months. I think six months. Sorry. Sorry. Six months. Don't say so. But still, I don't give a fuck how long the affair is. You could have had it for one month. Like that's, it's just wrong. Oh, yeah. And she's the one wrong. who brought it to light. Cause she yeah. was trying to be a good Mormon. Yeah. And tell everybody. And then she was the one you're exactly right. It's just like anything. Nothing's equal, but yeah. you know. <laughs> I mean, just that in and of itself, if that doesn't tell you how corrupt the church in general is, I don't know what else to do. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, it brought to light that. It brought to light her financial insecurity, right? Trying to keep up with the Joneses with these women. And I'm not going to lie to you. If you're going to keep up with the Joneses, Joneses, honey, save up for an Hermes bag. 
Like, uh, don't, like <laughs> I'd, I'd rather have that than some freaking Louie that you can just get anywhere. But um, if I was going to, or I love like a more obscure brand, right? Like, I'll walk out with a, t- a Target purse. I was just going to say, like, Amazon's my friend, yo. I don't give a shit about labels. Um, I think the only thing I have that is precious to me and that I love and I will never sell it is my Hemet bag. But, I mean, other than that, like, and that's basic, man. That's, like, a very I got nothing. functional going out. But I'm, I'm with you. Target all the way, man. No, I don't care. I mean, hell, Walmart, if you want to sponsor me too, I'm good with that. Like, whatever. I'll, I'll I'd love this to be on one episode of that as a housewife. I'd be like, the new Bethany's here, not married. <laughs> not married, no kids. I love it. Um, okay, let's move on. We already talked about Mary Cosby. Um, okay, yeah, so let's move on to like, they, they op- Whitney obviously knew what she was doing when she was inviting Angie K over. And she says it. She says it in her confessional. She admits it. She's like, I know that I'm stirring the pot. I know that, like, this is going to be very controversial and everybody's going to probably hate me, whatever. Yeah. Um, so, as Tamara and Teddy uh, Mellencamp would say, she's just doing her job as a housewife. Yeah. Stirring that pot, causing the drama. It sucks. Isn't it? That, like, now we've come to it being, like, a job versus, yeah. like, us getting a peek in. At their lives. At their lives. And that's, yeah. I think, what's the problem with having too much information. I, You know what? I didn't even think about it like that. But you're right. Because we look at their Insta stories. We now look at their blog. Like, I never looked at their blogs when Housewives were first coming out. I did a little. I, I did not. I was not as obsessed as I am now. Um, but you're right. There's so much information out there now with all these women. We can look at their Instagram. Even if they don't have... I mean, shit, we can go on TMZ's Instagram and find out everything. That's literally how all my friends found out about Shannon and her DUI. But it's how they're presenting themselves. At the end of the day, they're doing things to stay on a show versus being themselves. Right. And seeing what that really looks like. That's why maybe I think New York feels a little more authentic to me. Because it doesn't feel as gimmicky as like Salt Lake City feels very gimmicky. They all know what the game is. I like it. But they're all doing the game. Right. Like Jenna doesn't seem like she's doing a game. Like she's not. No, crying. that is definitely her. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. Sai. Sai's being like Instagrammy about it and she's doing her thing. But like she, at the end of the day, she's still being authentic. So it's just, I don't know. Whitney feels like she was authentic at one point and now she's becoming a little bit more like, I don't know. Yeah. A lot of people, even, even former housewives are saying like Whitney has changed and you can see it unfortunately you and it's not for the better it's for the worse it's um yeah, she's affected yeah she's definitely getting affected by the fame by the money by the you know um probably being recognized in the street fame's intoxicating i get it you know yeah i like dude so funny i'm like i would never want to be famous but um I remember somebody came up to me and were like, oh, do you work at such and such? And I was like, I'm not going to name the company, but like, like, oh, do you work at such and such? And I was like, yeah. And they're like, oh my gosh, like we see you all the time. And this is me as a bartender, by the way. This isn't me as like somebody that's on television. And I was like, okay, like, cool. See you when I work. Bye. Like, I just, and also the way that you get approached and talked to all the time. And for some people, that's, that's their station in life. That's what they want. That's what, that's everything, right? That's why they say fame is a motherfucker. But for 
but for the other outliers out there, like there was a coach that like he um, comes into my job all the time. Sweetest man on the planet. He doesn't want to be famous. He's like, I'm a coach. Like, why are you coming up to me? I like, I coach football for a living. Like I'm not like this famous individual, but for these guys, they love him. Like, they're like, oh my gosh, like, I remember when you coached Oregon, you were so great. Da, da, da. I totally just outed him. So sorry. Sorry, coach. I have no name it is. Yeah. I, you know what? I guess this is the safe <laughs> space because the, my audience does not know who this person probably yeah, is. Hey, like, well, the coach here, like, I love you, da, da, da. And he literally couldn't just sit there and have two beers with his wife and his friend after he comes back from a game of coaching. I'm like, man, I would not be, want to be you. Like, yeah. like I, I'm sure you've seen it. People that, like, you've probably worked with and they get pulled over and like people think that also like this is your job you're supposed to be personable with the public and it's like dude i just play characters on tv like i don't on your television like i'm a person i just want to you know i just want to sit down and eat my dinner um so yeah i would not want to be famous but these women definitely obviously they enjoy it otherwise why would why else would they say yes to being on television i mean for many reasons but like for have you ever seen the movie for your consideration it's a christopher guest movie it's about these eugene levy and Mm -hmm. uh what's the other girl the redhead from home alone the mom who was also in schitt's creek i know you're talking about they're doing an incredibly (laughs) you're seeing them film this awful movie called home for purim Uh and it's like this jewish like holiday and then they're filming a movie one day someone tells the main woman i can't believe i cannot think of her name um i'll look it up while you talk about this go on yeah and she's like um someone tells her makeup person tells her hey i heard you might get nominated for a an Oscar for this. And it's literally just a, not a baseless rumor. Mm-hmm. But the next day she comes in and she's got a facelift and she's like, cause it's like, Oh, this thought that I'd be an Oscar nominee. And she becomes this thing. Sorry. That's okay. Keep it going. It's fine. Um, but anyway, it just reminds me, that's what Salt Lake reminds me of. Like they're on the first season. They all seem like their faces look normal. And then season two, everyone's dropped like Ozempic style pounds and everyone's got like, and now Whitney's like, and, and even more pulled and nipped and everyone's just, it's just like a funny thing to see. The movie's meant to be funny. (laughs) Yeah. Oh no, no, no. I'm sure it's a satirical. But it's pretty Uh, accurate. But uh, it's Catherine O'Hara. Thank you. I couldn't think of her name. Oh, that's okay. I Google shit all the time. I'm like, I'm like, Google is my friend, man. Like, I will Google everything because I, and this generation, I find it so funny that like, you literally at the palm of your hand with your, with your laptop, with your phone, whatever, you have information yeah. like crazy and you will not Google it. You're yeah. like, you want to sit there on your phone and just like play games or something or be on TikTok. I'm like, dude, I'd be looking up shit all the time. Like, I'd be very okay with that being my job. Like, do you want me to Google stuff for you and pay me to do that? A researcher? You can get that job. I, I hey t- tell me it. tell me where I'm not I'm not the I'm not like freaking Joe Rogan's guy. You can't backpedal now. I'm just kidding. <laughs> you're, right, you're right. You're right. I gotta stick I, with it. I gotta stick yeah, with exactly. it. My computer is gonna die soon. So what was the? Well, I'm this is actually it. perfect. What? Um, oh. Two two last questions. Okay. Um, what are you looking forward to for next week for Salt Lake? And then um, after that, this is the time to uh, plug yourself. 
Oh, uh, I'm definitely looking forward to, I, I don't know if it's going to be next week. I don't think it's going, well, I can't wait to see Meredith hate Angie and kick her out, but I am excited to hear, you know, the beginning of the first episode where Heather finds out something so scandalous. I want to know what that is. Yeah. Oh my gosh. We buried the lead really quick. $60,000 lost. On oh, the ring. I, I'm Mary sorry. Cosby I totally forgot about that. I know people are going to be like, you're not going to bring up the ring. Um, Mary Cosby, like, that's not $60,000. <laughs> so that's why I love her is the shade that bitch brings. The shade is great. She's so good at it. It's really good. And I'm just like, okay, that's kind of like Bravo reality show gold. I yes. love the shade. Other than yeah. that, I'm like, Harry, uh, that, that's where she needs to be. It's kind of like Vicky for me, where I'm like, I love the whoop it up Vicky. But everything else, I'm like, I don't need to know that about your love tank. I don't need to know about any of the other stuff. I'm good. Like, just I'm move also, it up, Vicky. Yeah, yeah I like Vicky. Tamara's, I don't think I needed her back, but they needed her back. They did need her back. She does bring the drama. She's consistently yeah. bringing it up over and this over. girl, Jen. Like, we already heard it, bro. We yeah, already it's getting it. repetitive. It's getting What's very repetitive. So, yeah, it's like, who cares if he's a slut? Yeah. Sluts. They've moved on. Yeah. They've moved on. Why can't you? Yeah. She knows all of this stuff and maybe it makes her look dumb, but she's moved on. Let her move on. Yeah. 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 Um, and okay, this is the time. Oh, oh, oh. Um, I have my first comedy special out called High Blood Italian. It's on YouTube. You can also listen to it on Spotify and anywhere you listen to music. Um, I would love if people listen to that because I am possibly going to be on the ballot for a Grammy. So I'm trying to like get that going. Oh yeah, Renee. That's awesome. I love that. Congratulations. Thank you. Well, nothing's uh, happened yet, but yeah. yeah. Um, and where can everybody follow you on social at Nene Guder, N-E-N-E, like Nene Leaks, uh, Guder. Um, okay. it's, over, it's everywhere. She's I everywhere. Know. I love, you are everywhere. I love it. I love it. I, and I love supporting you, too. I wish I can go to a show. I know you're in Chicago right now, but, like, I wish I can go to it. Do you have any, any shows coming up? Yeah, in Chicago, I'll be at this place called Lincoln Lodge. Uh, you can go to LincolnLodge.com. I'll be at Zany's and Laugh Factory, but it's all like October dates. So, okay. I mean, that's like less than a month away. So, yeah, but if you follow me, which would be great, you could see all those updates. Love it. Love it. Guys, that's Renee Gautier. This is J.K. Wiley with The Real Bitch of Bravo. Do not forget to follow us um, on our Instagram and our, um, what, what is it called? Thread? Threads. I am so old. I am so fucking old that like I can't even tell you the social media that I'm on. Um, I just posted something there on yeah. for the first seven months. Yeah. <laughs> I I think I posted like three things. Yeah. On threads. Like I just I I need to I need to hire somebody to do my social media because I just suck at it. Um, but if you want to follow us, it's at um the underscore real underscore bitch underscore of underscore bravo. I know it's a lot of underscores. I'm sorry. This is the only fucking tags that they would get that, that they would give us. <laughs> Um, but follow us everywhere you get your social media, follow us everywhere that you get your podcast and do not forget to rate review all that crap for, um, any of these podcasts on Apple. Um, and guys give Renee a follow. She's the best listener ever. Thank you. Genius, people comedic genius. That's it for now. You guys, uh, stay tuned for more episodes to follow. I promise I will be more diligent. Um, and I'm the real bitch of Bravo with Renee. We're out. Bye. Bye. Should